0: Hi, this is Kylie, and you're listening to episode 36 of Fix Her Up. If this is your first time listening to me, where have you been? If you've listened to other episodes and have come back for more, thank you. I can tell you where I've been for good chunks of the last 30 days. Hell, I've been in the nine circles of hell, at least a couple of them. What are the nine circles of hell? That's Dante, right? Dante's Inferno? I've actually read that and I used to have a copy of it. I think it was in my Norton's Anthology of Literature, but I lost that in the flood. I can't remember what Dante's levels were all about, but I can tell you mine are all about dealing with my mom and all of my siblings, even the ones I like. And I mean my full siblings, not my half-sibling. I should probably reach out to my half-sibling, actually, and work on a better relationship. I think about it, and then I don't do it. It's like some part of me doesn't have the bandwidth to do that right now. I don't know. I will be honest with you, though. Part of me actually thinks he was the lucky one. You know? I mean, he wasn't raised by wolves. At least I don't think he was. But maybe I would have a better idea if I reached out and developed a relationship, so I should probably do that. I'll think about it. Anyways, here I am digressing again. Just like my last episode, right? I'm not sure if the stuff with my mom will ever not be a hard topic for me. Okay, a little update. She bounced back. Somehow she always does. I mean, if ever a bitch was a boomerang, shit. Like seriously, it's insane. We had a care meeting which was called by the rehab facility when she wasn't recovering and able to speak for herself or feed herself. I think the meeting was originally called to discuss the next steps and where to put her, but she bounced back. So the meeting was more focused on how to help her maintain her independence at home. I'm glad we still had the meeting because it gave us a chance to talk about what services are available to her both ones that she's already using and ones that she's not. I'll touch on some of the stuff I've learned toward the end of this episode, but what I want to focus more on right now are my siblings. As I've mentioned in other episodes, my sister has demons. Definitely mental health issues, definitely alcohol issues. I'm not a doctor, so of course these are only my opinions, but some things are clear. Anyways, She's the only one who is close by. My next closest sibling is my older brother, Jim, who lives in Ohio. He's the closest to me in age, and we've always had a good relationship. My two oldest brothers are both out of the country. So realistically, they're out of the picture. So this means it's me and my half-here sister. Don't get me wrong, my sister has actually been a huge help, and I've told her this. You know, I have expressed my appreciation for what she's done she's unemployed aka daytime drinks but was able to go out to the far western suburbs for the whole week to be with my mom when things went really south and to help with that and she went to my mom's place she got copies of keys for us she gave it a really good polish clean you know she even sent me pictures it looks spotless like i should have her come to my house i'm sure it was a lot of work for her I thanked her several times because it was more than she had to do. Like it was really more than she had to do. But she's acting like a martyr, (laughs) which none of us have any patience for. (laughs) And while at my mom's place, she was going through all the paperwork and tossed out a lot of stuff. Like a lot of old people, my mom has started to hoard stuff. What is it with older people and saving things? Is it just because they want to hold on to things because there's less time maybe? I don't know. I'm sure there's a whole analysis or psychoanalysis that could deal with all of that. Anyways, maybe in my mom's case, it's more keeping things close as a means of overcompensating for the kids she's pushed away due to pissing all over our lives. Quite possibly. Regardless, my sister going through my mom's paperwork made my brother super, super nervous. Like he doesn't trust her to start with. But now this gets added to the mix. And coupled, I think, with his feelings of being helpless over there in Ohio, I imagine his anxiety level must be pretty high right now. And understandably so. But here's the thing. Instead of doing something about it, he called to tell me of his concerns. And I don't know what, Like, I don't know what he expected me to do. He kept saying, I don't want Amy, is the only one at the care meeting. She cannot be our source of information on this stuff. And I told him over and over again that I was going to physically be at the meeting and that I would report back to him. I even suggested that he be on speakerphone with me so he can hear the whole conversation and the whole meeting. I tried reminding him that despite his lack of trust in her, She was a huge help because she was able to be there and clean stuff up when we weren't able to go. So she was the only one that was doing the work for us there, you know? To me, that deserves recognition. I mean, she really stepped up. I was shocked, honestly. Like, I I seriously was shocked. I've since been disillusioned, but that's a whole other story. Don't worry. I'll get there. Anyways, I kept saying to Jim over and over and over, (laughs) Like, I swear for like 20 minutes straight, I feel like this is the only thing I said. That he can be on the phone and don't worry about it. I'll be the point person. Hell, I even said to him, if you're so damn concerned about this, then come to town and be here yourself. I'm like, you could stay with me or you could even stay at mom's place. He was like, that's too far to drive for six hours for a one hour meeting and my foot is messed up. But I'm so worried. Well, then, okay, then shut the fuck up. (laughs) You know? I ended that conversation with something like, it seems that you have a decision to make. Either come here yourself or be on the phone with us. It's that simple. Done. Finito. Gata. I mean, come on. To be honest with you, I'm pretty sure he was annoyed with me. Earlier that week, I did tell him to call the hospital himself to answer his questions. Because at that time, I was exhausted. I was just trying to make dinner. I told him that I'd asked the nurses the same questions and asked for tests to be run. But if that wasn't good enough, he could call himself. I think he did try, but then they wouldn't give him any info because he's not on the list. So it was only me and my sister, Amy. So I told him I'd call again, like the next morning. Anyways, I'm over here getting it from all sides of the freaking world. Literally. I mean, give me a break. And everyone who is texting at three o'clock in the damn morning and waking me up and then I can't go back to sleep because all this shit is swirling in my head. I mean, what the fuck? Come on. It's not like you don't know about the time difference. And some of those relatives couldn't care less that this shit has been happening off and on for the past several years with my mom. And now they're all concerned. Uh-uh. Screw that. Like, Seriously. Now, this isn't all of my relatives. Some have been very patient and very kind and showing concern and asking me to send love her way. and saying that we're all in their prayers. You know, other people aren't saying, please send her our love. To me, that's a huge difference between the two. So, to the ones that are insisting on Zoom meetings to address what we're going to do about mom and We have to take care of our baby sister because she's suffering. Can you see my air quotes around we? I say this not even respectfully. Go fuck yourself. I'm not going to even worry about your guilt. Not the stuff you feel for leaving or the heap of it that you're trying to pile on us. I know that's probably low vibing of me. I know it, universe, and maybe I'm not exactly passing this part with ACES but I'm clearly setting boundaries and I'm sticking up for myself and still trying to have compassion. Like that's got to count for something, right? I mean, overall universe, I probably get at least a B on this one, right? Come on. I mean a B. I'll take that B. Okay. Now for all of you that are curious about my brother, Jim, he called the day before the care meeting and sincerely said to me, if you need me to come to the meeting and take that off your plate, I will do it for you. I told him no, because driving for six hours for a one hour meeting and then driving home for another six hours isn't worth it. You know, I took the whole day off. I gave myself plenty of space for it, but I did appreciate the offer. I really did appreciate that. And he and I are good. We're kind of the only united front on this stuff, you know, I don't know. Anyways. Thanks so much for listening to episode 36. Before I wrap this one up, here's a couple tidbits I learned from the care meeting. If your aging parent is falling out of bed, you may be able to get a hospital bed for free through Medicare. My mom is eligible due to her breathing issues. Not the brain stuff, which surprises me. (laughs) But whatever, we'll take it. Like we'll take what we can get. The hospital bed can help because it can go up and down. And then maybe they won't fall to bed so much or something. I don't know. Anyways, you should also look into getting a safety check to go through their home and make recommendations, things like bars put next to the toilet and in the tub, things to get rid of that may be tripped over. All of that is important and services exist to help check for those issues. Again, thank you for listening to me, Vent. If you're going through this stuff and have siblings, please tell them what help you need. Don't take it all on yourself. Managing not only the aging parent, but siblings and other family members is a lot. You have the right to set boundaries and speak up for yourself. It's not selfish or unkind to allow yourself space. These are things I'm saying to myself as I'm saying them to you. If you like this episode, please hit the thumbs up, subscribe, tell your friends and write me a review. If you'd like to get a hold of me, my socials are D. email is fixherup01 at gmail.com. Voicemail is 773-236-1112. And please check out my website. It is www.fixherup.net. Oh, wait. In all this stuff, I almost forgot. I set up an Instagram account for Fix Her Up. Yay! It's fix.her.up. Please follow me. Please follow me. Thanks again, Papeach. See you in a couple weeks.